Welcome to the Maven Nation. Maven Nation, your tactical podcast to getting more, 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 or less. With your hosts, Michael Andrew. Good morning, everybody. Today we're going to be talking about one of the missing chapters of the book. It's called The Law of Existing Resources. In some ways, you probably already practiced this. In other ways, you haven't consciously thought about it, I'm guessing, because it's something that's really obscure and niche-like, and something that I see time and again in disaster zones. The first time I really started thinking about it was Haiti, the first disaster aid trip that I had to travel to a foreign country, I didn't know anybody, and there were reports that there were shortages of water. So once I arrived in the Dominican Republic and we started taking this bus ride over to Haiti, we bought a couple cases of water. Now, the problem with this was that we had to carry the water in our bags once we got off the bus. Now, thankfully, we didn't have to go too far. But the following day, when we had to travel a couple miles, carrying that water became a real pain. Now, you would think, okay, water, you know, come on, it's everywhere. But we didn't know how hard it was to get water in Haiti. Clean water. And the problem with not getting clean water is if you're, if you're drinking sketchy water, you might get sick. So this becomes a real problem when you're doing disaster aid work. Happened again in Japan. As I was traveling into the devastated areas, I had heard reports that water was being rationed. And I didn't know if I was going to have access to water. So I actually brought a little hand cart, three cases of water. That's how much I was not going to have shortages of water. And again, so I was carrying all this water with me and it slowed me down. And so in Haiti, again, we wanted to get clothing for all these orphanages that we were serving and clothing was getting harder and harder to find. And so we started looking at having the Salvation Army ship clothing in from the United States. And what I learned, and I learned this from somebody at the Convoy of Hope in, a, in discussion with him very insightful, is that he said you should always try to get aid in the country that you're at instead of shipping it in from the United States. And the reason is, number one, it's more expensive in the United States. And number two, uh, you have to pay for the, the shipping to get it over there. And number three, it takes longer. And so while the devastated areas of a country may not have clothing, if you travel just 20 or 30 or 40 miles away to another part of the area, of the country, typically you're going to be able to find it. And so this has happened to me many times in disaster situations. I remember uh, a time in the Philippines where we actually bought $35,000 worth of food and had it flown in uh, to the Philippines from Florida. So it was very expensive. It was very time consuming. You know, the cost, bang for your buck wasn't very good. It turned out that that food was, it arrived just in time to the right places, but it would have been smarter, I think, to go to the outer uh, cities of the non-devastated areas in the Philippines to acquire that food. We probably would have been able to buy three or four times as much food and the, the shipping would have been almost nothing. So this is this is the rule of thumb for the law of existing resources is that when you are traveling to an area and you have a need for certain assets to be used in that area, the only time you should bring 
assets with you or these strange and unusual assets are when that commodity is no longer common. Okay, so when I when it when demand is very very high for something, that's when you should bring it. If you know for sure you can get it in the location you're traveling to, then you should definitely try not to bring it. So like let's say for example an interpreter. On the first couple trips that I went in disaster zones, I would bring an interpreter with me or somebody uh, who knew the language, so I would pay for their flight or get their their ticket over there, and so that's very expensive. When in fact there were plenty of interpreters in country, I just had to find them. I didn't know where they were. So this sounds like a really kind of super niche type of piece of information, but the fact of the matter is, is if you know you can get it where you're going, it doesn't make sense to bring it. The lighter your load, the faster you travel, the sooner you can go, all those things come into play. Again, I know it's kind of a a super niche thing, and this is why I didn't include it in the book. Uh, If you take the example of water, water is typically pretty common. That changed when we had disasters. And so what I bring now is uh, water purification, water filters. Typically, you can get water almost everywhere. And so in Nepal, um, we were hiking, you know, for days. We just assumed we would be able to get the water out of rivers, and that made my pack much lighter. And so that was a, a, a very interesting piece of knowledge that I got is the law of existing resources. When something is common and available and in low demand and you can get it anywhere, it doesn't make sense to try to bring it from somewhere else. In any event, that is the law of existing resources. I hope you enjoyed it. See you guys next time.